Joining me today is Kristen Valdez, the co-founder or founder and CEO of Be Well Connected Health. Welcome, Kristen. Appreciate you having me. Well, we are thrilled to have you. Uh, Kristen is one of our Shining Star NFP Innovation Lab folks. She was an early adopter and has attended a number of the events for the NFP Innovation Lab, which has been exciting. Uh, but before we ask uh, Kristen about her experience with the NFP Innovation Lab, let's just get to know you. So, Kristen, tell us about you and tell us about Be Well Connected Health. Sure. So, I've been uh, no stranger to healthcare. I've been a healthcare executive for the last 20 years. Uh, I first started my career as a contractor to the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, and I was part of the teams that stood up the very first fraud, waste, and abuse protection programs across the country, um, scaled that to 50 states, and then helped to join a company um, or build a company called XL Health, which was originally founded in Baltimore as a disease management organization. Uh, we quickly became a private Medicare plan focused specifically on the chronically ill population. Um, and I had the benefit of helping to build that plan, scale it to 12 states, and then all the way through an acquisition to United Healthcare, where I was able to stay on as an executive for many years, um, managing our uh, Medicare plans in multiple states, and then helping to take some of the key technology programs that we had developed at Excel Health and scale them across. United and into Optum. Uh, but while I was at United, I became a healthcare consumer myself for the very first time. Um, I caregive to a parent who has multiple chronic diseases who does not live with me. And he's the most amazing father in the world, but he is the world's worst patient um, <laughs> and absolutely has uh, identified for me a lot of the disparities and the you know, frictionful experiences that exist in the healthcare landscape today. Um, but I also have three children, and my middle child is a daughter, um, and she was born with a very significant autoimmune disorder. And it took me over seven years and a near-fatal incident to get her an appropriate diagnosis, and I was ultimately the one who found her diagnosis. And I recognized at that time that it even as a healthcare industry expert, that it was nearly impossible to navigate the system and that I wasn't armed with the information that I needed to become a proper advocate for either my father or my daughter. So I left my position at United and I launched UL Connected Health as a way to empower consumers with the information that they need and the analytics uh, that can identify um, helpful resources, education, tools, and even at-risk conditions for consumers and allow them to take control of their health care for themselves and for their families. This is a classic case, and I say that, you know, in air quotes, kind of kiddingly, of an entrepreneur building business units out within corporate organizations to entrepreneur starting your own corporation. Does that sound about right? It sure does. That's exciting. So you've got great experience starting programs, scaling programs. How has it been different between these kind of corporate entities uh, that you work for and the work you've done with Be Well Connected Health on your own? Yeah, it's definitely been different. Um, I think building the programs and the software and solutions, that's the exciting part. Um, and that's pretty similar across you know, working inside an organization versus working outside. But it's very different when you are responsible for 
raising the capital that you need to build and grow a business and to managing, um, you know, press and marketing and PR and all the things that are not part of your core skill set that you would have done inside an organization, these things are all new. Um, I tell people I feel like I have experienced 30 years of education in the last three years um, simply by having to learn skills and areas that I never had any knowledge of or, quite frankly, a very deep appreciation for uh, prior to. So I've learned quite a bit uh, by being out there um, on my own with this company, uh, which makes it very different than being inside a corporate organization. And you alluded to three years now. Does that mean that this venture of yours started in 2015? It sure did. And talk to us about that journey from 2015. Just you, you know, I, I was kid in your garage building something. It's not always the way it is, but you're starting out. It's just you. And take us through your journey to through today. Yeah, well, first of all, it's not just me. Um, I'm very fortunate that uh, a large number of the BWL team has been with me for many, many years, uh, dating all the way back to my earliest days at CMS. And so uh, it, it definitely takes a village, especially with what we are trying to do. And I've been very fortunate to have the experience of having a solid team um, to build this with me. Um, they definitely believe in the vision and mission, and it helps that they've known my daughter since birth. Um, and so they understand and watch what I went through um, and fully believe in what we're trying to do now. And they certainly have the skill sets to pull it off. So um, since then, it's been um, just a whirlwind, probably the fastest three years of my life. Um, having to, you know, raise capital and um, go through you know, the, and run the gauntlet of first being able to, you know, build a program that you want to see um, out in the market, but getting it just far enough to establish product market fit, making sure that somebody will buy the solution that you're offering, um, and then making sure that you then have the capital to scale it and build it. Um, and it's really managing that, that time flow um, because it can be very tough. Uh, and especially with the healthcare sales cycle timelines, which I always like to say are probably the most difficult thing that we've encountered and that are not easy to see well. Um, and so that's where things like the NFP Innovation Program, um, you know, and other affiliations that we have have been really helpful for us. Let's talk about the platform itself. And I, I am stating correctly because I know a little bit about it already. Uh, the differences that are out there in the tools and services that are being brought to market oftentimes they are point solutions. They are solving a particular condition or uh, challenge that is is being faced by a large self-funded employer. Uh, yours is a true platform. Talk to us about what it is, how it works, all the different moving pieces, and why it is as special as it is. Yeah. So uh, I'll start that by describing what the average consumer deals with in healthcare today. Uh, it won't be um, unusual for anyone listening to this, but, you know, we are in a fully digital age where, you know, we have smart devices and we're connected to the cloud, you know, all the time. And as a result, every stakeholder in healthcare feels like they want to provide better accessibility to whether it's their patients or their insured members um, or whomever they might be to consumers. But as a consumer, what that means is that I have portals for every single doctor and hospital and lab provider, radiologist that I see. I've got portals for every insurance carrier. And as consumers in the U.S., we still change insurance about 
every two and a half years on average. But I also have portal for every pharmacy. Um, you know, there are many drug manufacturers that have applications for every drug that they manufacture. Plus, employers have taken on such a responsibility with self-funding um, that they're now providing what is on average 7 to 21 different disparate programs to help manage healthcare for consumers, everything from telephonic coaching to engagement to chronic condition management, you know, weight loss programs, incentives and rewards. And the reality is, is that as a consumer, we also are sitting at a time right now where we've got close to half a million digital health applications that have emerged and sit on the U.S. cloud alone today. So as a consumer, I can't possibly have all those applications downloaded to my phone, utilize them, and none of them share logins and passwords and data. So I'm constantly filling out forms and the same information is being provided all over the place, but it's outdated in most places. So I have no real control. And so what BUL does from a platform perspective is we operate on behalf of consumers. And the first thing that we do is we go collect and aggregate all of their data. Their clinical, their financial, their wearable and connected devices, um, their genetics, biometrics, and more. We pull that data together. We make sense of it by showing them longitudinal trend lines. And we connect things like, you know, clinical to insurance. So you can toggle back and forth between the visit, what happened at the visit, and the actual, you know, evidence of coverage and benefits that were provided under the insurance side of things. But we also simplify them so that consumers can understand, um, you know, it's, it's Sad but true that only 4% of Americans actually understand the basic terminology associated with their own health insurance, terms like copay and deductible and out-of-pocket max, and so we help to make those things simpler to understand. But we believe that data is simply a means to providing a healthcare service for consumers that is personalized, simplified, and designed specifically with the idea of preventing or controlling um, chronic disease in one's life. And so we take that data and we do two really key things. One is that we have codified um, all of the prevention and screening guidelines, the evidence-based medicine guidelines. We can help based on a consumer's data, um, show them what open gaps in care they may have. And a gap in care is simply something that you need to do, like getting a mammography or a colonoscopy, or if you have an uncontrolled hemoglobin A1C, you know, what are the things that need to be done to navigate you back into the healthcare delivery system? But it's not just enough to tell consumers what we need them to do from a health perspective. We want to make it easy for them by showing them and matching them to the tools and platforms that exist in the market. So if I happen to have a social determinant where I lack access to transportation, at the time you know that the BWL platform tells me that I'm overdue for an appointment, do I want to mobile schedule that appointment? Then it also recognizes that we may need to schedule a ride, and we can let people know whether or not that's covered or not covered by their health insurance or their employer benefit package. And so we can match consumers to all of the platforms and digital health programs that exist out there. And it can be anything from weight loss programs to um, depression programs to transportation programs, connected devices and wearables, things that consumers may not even know exist. So as in the BeWell platform, you can talk to a doctor in 10 minutes' time through accessibility through telemedicine. We can price shop, you know, your prescription drugs behind the scenes and alert you when you can save money by switching uh, pharmacies uh, and little tools that consumers uh, really appreciate but don't really have the time to navigate and explore on their own. But probably the most important part of the DUL application is what we call our health drive 
which is the ability to connect to family, friends, and loved ones. And this, of course, goes back to my personal experience. So while I'm talking to you, Dave, I can receive an alert on my phone telling me that my dad hasn't filled his medications on time or that he's made a visit at the cardiologist. Do I want to download that to my native you know, mobile calendar? And that way I can plan to attend that visit with him in the future because I'm connected into his information. So it keeps me on track not only with managing um, care for my dad, but it also helps to help me manage the care of my family because like other parents, you know, I'm busy at soccer games and lacrosse tournaments and uh, I'm also busy running a business that you also want to know that you're on time with doing the things and caring for your family and your children for things like immunizations and, and well visits. That is a mouthful. <laughs> I, I always struggle to describe your what you do, because it, it seems like it's a little bit of everything. And therefore, you don't fit cleanly into one particular category. I do want to take a moment to poke around the edges at some of the pieces that you've talked about. Um, the more complex the solution, well, I suppose we'll start this way. The more complex the condition, the, the better the tool or service needs to be that manages that particular condition. And certainly you have created something that hits on all of the key areas that you you need to be looking at. So the, the gaps in care, the adherence to medicine, the coordination of services, bringing in family, alerts and notifications, and on and on and on. That Those are a lot of moving parts. So talk to us about an implementation. You, you are successful in selling this to uh, an organization. And, and, and in fact, we may even back up after this conversation and talk about who your customers are. But for the sake of timing, let's just stay on this track. Talk to us about the implementation. How does it work? What pieces do you need what is already built in that does not have to be done for a an employer, a employee, a patient? Yeah, I think that's been the surprising part for most of our customers. So we sell into health systems, we sell to self-insured employers, and we sell to insurance carriers. Pretty much anybody who's managing risk is the simplest way to describe it. Um, our goal is not to become a line item on someone's technology roadmap. Uh, we know that that um, can be very painful for organizations and they've spent you know, the last number of years in healthcare, implementing and, and promoting and marketing all different kinds of point solutions. The goal is that we are changing the face of what that looks like by making it very simple. So we, if, when you integrate with BeWell, you provide us a couple of small data files. We take it from there. And what that means is that instead of having to engage with or contract with different point solutions from this point forward, Ewell does those integrations for you. And so you don't have to worry about if you're an employer, your you know, human resources or your um, health and wellness department don't have to worry about providing and coordinating eligibility files to all those various point solutions. We receive them one time and we are the ones who coordinate them across um, all of the solutions that you want to bring in. But because we have such a holistic picture of data, we can help um, not just the, the end consumer, but also the employer to understand what are the needs of the population at a high level? What are the solutions that match to those so they can start to provide solutions that really matter to their population? So we can survey consumers in real time that say, I want access to transportation benefits um, for my health care. And if we can give that information back to an employer when they're designing their benefits for the next year, 
they can certainly do that. So implementation is quite simple. We take data files in any format that we can get them. We'll tap into data files that already exist. We work with you know, TPAs and or other source um, data systems, and we do that work and just keep the employer updated um, in that case. And then we really handle all the integration from that point forward. We provide real-time dashboards and insights into what's happening in a population, but we never reveal individual consumer data um, directly to any of our customers. It's all aggregated, high-level information designed to promote better benefit offerings that are more tailored and customized to that population. Our implementations tend to be under 30 days, very simple. Uh, we do white label solutions for our payers and hospital systems. Our employers typically um, like to remain under the BeWell brand, uh, but implementation, implementation is quite simple with BeWell. Excellent. And you mentioned your customers are any risk-bearing entity, so let's talk about that. Health systems, self-funded employers, you know, ACOs, there's a number of different entities that manage risk. Talk about the, not the specifics of your book of business, but if you had to create a little pie chart of what, what percentage of customers you have that fall into employer, payer, et cetera. Talk to us a little bit about that. Sure. So the, it's interesting because the majority of our customers are employers, but the majority of our members would be payers and health systems just because of the scale. Um, when we think about self-insured employers, it's a very um, unique proposition in that we can take the administrative burden, we can um, implement very quickly, and we allow them the thing that they want, which is real-time access to understand the health of their population and guidance on what point solutions they need to be implementing. And then with, with those recommendations, we just kind of take it from there. When we think about our health systems, um, you know, and our payers, it's a little bit different in that they want connectivity to consumers to be able to digitally help them to manage their health and improve their health outcomes, um, but also to help make it easier to navigate into the healthcare delivery system with knowing who's, you know, in and out of network and um, being able to really facilitate um, those things much simpler. So, when we bring on a hospital system or a payer, it's typically for their entire population, which in many cases can, you know, run either across multiple states or multiple locations, where the majority of employers are, uh, you know, we have some large employers, but many of ours are mid and even small size employers who have just recently become self-funded because the trend is certainly moving in the direction where even small employers are, are, are taking risk. And the partners that make up this network of yours, are they... Are they partners? Are they owned? Are they a mix of services that you kind of outsource versus insource? And what I mean by that is, you know, a telemedicine vendor, do you have your own telemedicine platform or do you work with one of the large telemedicine vendors? Yeah, that's the beauty of Zwell is, um, and, and I think anybody who's been in healthcare um, for any period of time knows that healthcare is very, very quickly transforming and very rapidly. We don't own those assets. We partner for them. Um, so a lot of times employers will say, well, I use Teladoc or I use, you know, a hospital will say I use American Well or, um, you know, MD Live, various components. So we can, um, we can implement with any of the vendors or solution providers that our customers already have partnerships with, or we can make a recommendation for partners that we recommend that we've also integrated or implemented with already. And so, BeWell typically will um, scan the marketplace 
in order to bring the most highly secure and most effective solutions to market in a way where um, it can very seamlessly be swapped in and out of the platform. So let's just say that, you know, telemedicine is no longer, you know, the hot, cool thing. You know, maybe it's, you know, doctors that project onto your smart television at home. You know, you can easily unplug telemedicine services, connect into the smart home services, and you don't have to re-engage the end user. Um, we simply can plug in or unplug solutions in real time through the BWELL platform. So we can change as fast as the healthcare system changes or as fast as the population health changes. That's actually a really good point or clarification. I was thinking that if you are coming into an established employer who has worked over the course of the last five, 10 years, whatever it's been, to manage risk that they were aware of, they had programs they put in place already. And in comes Kristen and the BWELL Connected Health team it feels like it could be a total replacement solution, meaning, oh, we already have those types of partners on our platform. But what you're saying, if I'm hearing you correctly, is as long as players are willing to play ball, you can partner up with virtually any organization that kind of meets muster or meets standard for you from a security and other standpoint, uh, as long as they are willing to play ball and connect with you. Absolutely. And we actually find that most uh, solution providers in the marketplace want to partner with us because one of the biggest challenges that everyone has is if, no matter how good your solution is, if you're one of 80 different applications that a consumer has to access, the consumer is simply not going to do it and they're not going to do it at any regular intervals. So the healthcare delivery system has been suffering from what is some amazing solutions that are out there, but very, very poor utilization. Even telemedicine has very low utilization, although when you survey nationally consumers, over 80% would want to leverage the service. They just don't remember how to access it at the time that they need it. Mm -hmm. Because you have to remember that you know, we get information on solutions typically one time when it's introduced to us either by a physician or through an annual you know, uh, benefits meeting. And so at the time that we need those services, we don't remember that they exist or how to access them with well we're front and center because we're part of, we are the healthcare workflow. So you can sign up for your benefits. You can, you know, access your out-of-pocket max and deductibles, your ID card. You can see when your claims come in. You get alerted when you, you know, lab results hit your account. So because we're constantly the place that consumers go to access all their health information, it's much easier for us to promote those solutions throughout the year and improve the utilization, which, of course, improves the outcomes and return on investment for any of our customers. Well, fantastic. That's exciting. And, and certainly a little beacon of hope for those who are currently managing disparate, unconnected programs as part of the benefit offering. You know, Give Kristen a call. Her team can, can help smooth it all out for you. <laughs> That's the idea, Dave. There we go. Uh, a little bit of a twist. Um, I ask you this because I can. You, you've participated in some of the events through the NFP Innovation Lab. And uh, a couple of the other podcasts we've done thus far have uh, been with partners who have not. So I'd love to hear your 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 experience with the different types of events you've attended thus far, uh, what you've seen from the employers, the the benefit professionals at NFP. Just love to hear a little commentary on that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, we love our benefit professionals at NFP. Um, they're certainly um, extremely talented and wanting to do the right thing for the businesses that they serve. 
And so um, we've been invited to all different kinds of events, whether it's speaking engagements at, you know, kind of small, intimate groups where we're meeting with, you know, multiple self-insured employers, large, medium, small, being able to represent what we do. Because one of the hardest things for younger companies is to get your name out there and to have people know that you exist and be able to share what it is you do and how you differentiate in the market. Because as I said, there's, you know, easily half a million digital health solutions that are already out there on the cloud. Um, It's really hard, especially for brokers, to know what's out there, what's current, what's working, um, and quite frankly, testimonials from other employers on the outcomes that they're seeing and their experience with working with those folks. So um, the NFE Innovation Lab has really given us a stage to get out there and share more of our story um, and has brought us several um, new customers. So we've been really pleased with the experience. Well, that's always exciting to hear. <laughs> we, we certainly are doing our best to to vet this innovation, to make our, our benefit professionals and our customers aware of it. And certainly there's a case study or a case in point with, with you that if we introduced impactful, innovative solutions to the right benefit professionals and customers for NFP, good things happen. How about uh, kind of in closing, what's next? What, where do you go from here, Kristen? It seems like there's been a lot that you've done in three years. Uh, however, I'm sure that that does not satisfy you to the point where you are ready to sit back on your laurels. Uh, there's no better motivator than family. And as you mentioned, your your dad and your daughter, you are probably the most fierce advocate for uh, their loved ones that I've met. And that means that you are constantly looking at tweaking finding opportunities to improve what you already do. So I'd love to hear what the roadmap looks like without sharing any secret sauce. I'm not asking to, uh, to reveal your biggest secrets, but tell us a little yeah. bit about what the future holds in the next couple of years for you. Well, in being a platform, um, the reality is that we're never going to be done. So there are new providers that come out, new EMR systems, new insurance carriers all the time. We're constantly connecting new data sources and there's new standards for data. Um, you know, moving from HL7 to fire standards, um, you know, being able to connect into new offerings like uh, BeWell is integrated with Blue Button 2.0 so we can connect to the Medicare uh, claim data on behalf of our consumers. So as the, uh, as the industry evolves and technology changes, we're going to consistently also be um, adding to the capabilities and the core data sets that we have today. Um, as you know, there's also a lot of new point solutions, so we're coming up with ways to better onboard for um, those point solutions to work with us to be an offering to the employers and, and really working on advancing our matching algorithms so that we can bring those point solutions to market in a way that gets employers um, exactly what they need um, at the time that they need it. Uh, we certainly have a number of very large items on our roadmap that we're not going to disclose because of where we are uh, within the organization, but probably the most Um, interesting thing to me and something that surprised me was the number of people that we talk to that share stories. So it's not just about Kristen and her daughter and her dad, the number of people who come up to me and share their stories. And they talk about how the fragmentation of the healthcare delivery system affected their story and their families and their outcomes. And each time we hear about those, we think about ways that with the tool set that we have, 
we could have solved for that gap. We could have made that pain point less painful. Is there a way that through merging all of this information and all of these solutions that we could make, have avoided that person's pain um, that they went through? And so we're constantly adding items to our roadmap specific to other user stories and really encourage people to continue to share those with us. Anything in the area of the what I would classify as social determinants of health, you and I both working in the employee benefit space today and with your experience in the past and mine as well, it's not something you often hear in this more commercial health insurance sector, but it is clearly a need. Uh, not every employee of an organization is a you know C-suite, high-ranking, highly paid person. Uh, they may be working multiple jobs. Maybe they're purchasing individual insurance. Maybe they're part of a group plan. But that social determinants of health, you alluded to it in one part when you mentioned the transportation side. There are many, many other things. I'm curious to see if there's anything there that you've considered or are considering for the future. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think, and there's been a number of really good stories that have come out in the press around, you know, even the employees of companies uh, that are so employee focused, like Disney, you know, where they have people that are working there that have, you know, been living in their cars. I mean, employers really want to know how their employees are doing and they want to understand what's affecting their performance at work. Um, from a health perspective, we know that, you know, when families are concerned about putting food on the table, that they're not concerned with how they're going to go pay that copay for a flu shot. Um, and so, you know, for us, social determinants are very important and exposing them to, um, you know, the stakeholders and the customers that can make an impact with them. So be well believed that it serves a role in surfacing population information. And we do find that our consumers, because we are so securely um, focused on not sharing their individualized information, they're very honest with us about, you know, the things that make them nervous, um, you know, issues like um, lack of access to transportation, things that could be going on at home. And we can connect them to a number of um, social services as well, depending on uh, those items. So we've definitely um, gotten a good foothold and start in the social determinants. We certainly have a lot um, further to go, um, but we are, are, are we think it's very, very important that the social determinants of health be front and center alongside gaps in care. Fantastic. Best way to reach you, Kristen, for our listeners, or to reach uh, Be Well Connected Health. I don't want you to give your cell phone here now, <laughs> unless <laughs> unless you want to. No, we're happy to be reached. Um, you can go to our website, which is www.icanthelettervwell.com, um, and you can just click on Contact Us. Um, submit a form. We'd love to communicate with you um, or just have you learn more. Excellent. Our guest today has been Kristen Valdez from Be Well Connected Health. Kristen, thank you again for joining us today. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for listening today. If you like what you heard and you'd like to learn more about the NFP Innovation Lab and Venture Fund, please go to innovationlab.nfp.com. 